you have to love your classroom, you have to love your job, but then you also have to be an advocate and love your school building, but more importantly, you have to be an advocate for the district. This district is first in everything. Mm -hmm. We go to state meetings and people turn to any of us, whether we're teachers, whether we're paraprofessionals, whether we're administrators, mm -hmm. and they say, what is Indian River doing? How's Indian River doing this? Hello and welcome to another episode of the IRSD Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, David Mall, and it is my great pleasure to introduce today's featured guest, Mrs. Lori Hudson, Teacher, Recruiter, and Mentor Coordinator for the Indian River School District. Lori, welcome to the Spotlight. Thank you for having me. Uh, before we get into your current job as a recruiter and mentor, um, can you tell us a little bit about your previous experience as a teacher? Uh, sure, I have 20 years experience in the Indian River School District, most of that being as a special educator. Um, I taught 11 years in a self-contained special education classroom. I taught five years of seventh and eighth grade mathematics and four years at the fourth grade level. And you taught both elementary and middle school, right? I did. I went from yeah. Sussex Central Middle School, Selbyville Middle School, and then Phillips Shaw Elementary. You were also the district's teacher of the year for 2013-2014. What was that experience like? Oh, that experience was amazing. Um, it gave me the opportunity to dialogue with colleagues across the district, across the state. I had opportunities to talk to people at the Department of Education um, and all of our lawmakers as the education world changes. Um, I had an actual voice in making changes that will affect teachers in the future. How long have you held your current position at the district level as a, a teacher, recruiter, and mentor? This is my second year um, under the HR director, uh, Celeste Bunting. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the job and what it entails? Yeah, so what we do is I do a lot of the recruiting for the school district. Um, when DPAS 2 and the accountability started, having administrators leave their school buildings became a burden and um, to go out and recruit teachers. So it was a natural kind of progression for a teacher to come out of the classroom and go recruit teachers. Um, I knew a lot about the district, so I go and pretty much show off our school district and tell them all the good things that are happening and try to invite them um, to come work for us at the district level. Now as part of that, I, you know, I understand that you've traveled to job fairs all across the country to re recruit teachers for our district. What are some of the cities and states that you visited in the last couple of years? Right, so we have a huge ELL population in our district, as you know, and our district's growing now that we have over 10,000 students. Um, one of the issues that we have right now is finding bilingual teachers and teachers to fulfill our Spanish immersion um, classrooms. So I've been to Utah, Texas, which is where a lot of the universities tend to have those programs. Um, I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of people along the way, and we've actually had teachers move from Arizona, New York, Florida, um, that have been attracted to our district, the small town, Sussex County feel, and they've come to us with experience. Are they a little, when you're at those far away recruiting events, are they actually a little surprised to see, wow, somebody from Delaware is here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you get that it, from some Well, of the it's candidate? funny because first off, they see Indian River and they think it's Indian River, Florida. So yeah. I have to explain <laughs> that we're on the Delmarva Peninsula. Yeah. And then also some people, oh, I didn't really realize Delaware had 19 school districts. <laughs> and with us being the largest, I'm pretty proud to, you know, tell them about the district and how large we are and all the first 
the first that we've done. We're the first, the Superstar Education Awards, um, Dr. Bunning being in the top three for National Superintendent of the Year. Yeah. And they really start to do their research and come back and find out that, wow, you guys are on the map. Now, your recruiting efforts have also included uh, visits to several historically black colleges, That's correct? That's correct. That what is what correct. are some of those that you've been to? Right. So we've been to Howard University, Morgan State, um, Coppin State. We try to stay here on the shore um, within the within the tri-state area um, and I would like very much for our African-American population to start to meet the needs of our African-American students in our in our classrooms. Um, and what we've done is actually gone back into the high schools and we're encouraging our students um, of, of color, of any color, and um, our bilingual students to go into teaching. And right here in, at home, go to Dell Tech for the first two years and then go on and finish their teaching so that they ultimately would come back and work for us. Uh, Recently, though, you stayed closer to home to recruit um, as the, the district itself held its own teacher recruitment event. How did that go? Phenomenal. So last year, um, after traveling for a year, I came back and talked to all the district officials and said, you know, traveling, it, it's costly. Um, I might be able to pick up one student <laughs> at a career fair to come back and work for us. But the bottom line is we need to grow our own. We need to stay home. We're on the peninsula, Del Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. And so I pitched this idea of, hey, let's have our own career fair and have all the colleges come to us. And last year was our first year. And we had about 100, 100 uh, candidates attend. And from that, we were able to hire probably about 20 mm -hmm. last year. This year, we just held it in February, and I'm proud to say that we had about 175 candidates. Um, and from that, we just held it on February 28th. I have 17 tours scheduled with anywhere from two to four people over the next month wow. that want to take a tour of the district and find out more about it. That's fantastic. Now, that is actually held in Ocean City, Maryland, right? That is held in Ocean City because the idea is not to be competitive with our other districts, but mm -hmm. to work together to ensure employment for these students, whether they've attended Salisbury University, Wilmington University, University of Delaware, Wesley, and then we've invited New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Washington, D.C. universities. Um, it was funny because we actually had about 48 teachers, candidates, come from Wilmington University, Wow! but we had 45 candidates come from outside of the state, everywhere from Arizona, um, Utah, again, we had a couple from Oklahoma, I had some South Carolina people there, who actually, thanks to you and through mm -hmm. your efforts of advertising, found out about the, the mm -hmm. career fair and attended. Wow, that's, that's really great. Um, now, I've been to teacher recruitment events with you, Lori, and I have to say that you put on quite a show standing there at the Indian River School District table for the candidates. Um, uh, is it your goal through that to leave uh, an impression on the students and make sure that they don't forget that what Indian River right. School District is all about? Well, first off, I love the Indian River School District. Um, I am not a graduate of Indian mm -hmm. River or Sussex Central High School. I actually am a graduate of Cape Lopen. <laughs> and I tease we'll and say... We'll forgive you for that. <laughs> I, I tease and say I move my feet out of the sand and into the chicken manure. However, what, what I do is... The one thing that I try to to get across to people is you have to love your classroom, you have to love your job, but then you also have to be an advocate and love your school building. But more importantly, you have to be an advocate for the district. This district is first in everything. Mm -hmm. 
we go to state meetings and people turn to any of us, whether we're teachers, whether we're paraprofessionals, whether we're administrators, mm-hmm. and they say, what is Indian River doing? How's Indian River doing this? Yeah. We, Dr. Bunning has taken us to that level where I am proud to stand in front of people and say, this is the place that you want to come work. We are on the cutting edge. We are above and beyond where anybody can be. Dr. Bunning has the forethought of what's happening at the national level and at the state level. And she resonates that to me and I just deliver that message. And yes, I'm enthusiastic. This is how I am in my life as a teacher. Um, But I'm proud to stand in front of that table and tell people about what we've done. Um, And I guess that makes, uh, with all those accomplishments that the district has and the district's sterling reputation, that makes your job a little bit easier when you're at the recruitment events, isn't it? (laughs) It is. It's a lot easier. But my enthusiasm and, you know, my love for teaching and my love for this district, I, I think just in my personality comes mm-hmm. across them. Um, I, they tease me at career fairs. They say, <laughs> how do you get all these people to come to your table? And literally, if I'm just standing there and I don't have anybody to talk to, I walk across and I grab four or five people and say, come <laughs> listen to what I have to say. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I've gotten a lot of uh, emails that say, wow, you were the hit at the, mm. at the career fair. <laughs> Tell us about the uh, Grow Your Own program. Yeah, so this is really important to us. Um, One of the things that we like to do, we hire um, probably about 85% of students that have either graduated from one of our high schools and or the area. They live in the area. So what we do is we we work with our high school students, um, thanks to Governor Minner and her initiative with the SEED program when she implemented it, and thanks to Jack Markell for keeping that going. Um, these students get to go to Del Tech for free for the first two years under those certain requirements. Um, if they go into the education program, we have a partnership with Dr. Bob Keim at, at Del Tech where we really nurture those students. We go in and we encourage them to become substitutes for us. Then we move them into a para position. Um, and then they transfer to one of our universities. And we have allowed them to do all of their coursework, observations, anything that they have to do while they're working with kids in the school district. That's and it's, yeah. it, it's a great match. And then we ultimately move them into a student teaching position where they only have to take an educational leave of absence. We, we bring them back and then they get a first shot at interviews. So they've been in the classroom already. By Correct. the time they're ready to apply for a teaching position, they already have a little bit of classroom. Right, right out of high school. If they attend, if they attend any college and they come to work for us as a sub it's an on-the-job interview. Principals know who they are. They like what they do. Um, and we we don't tend to um, compete school to school. The, the principals work collaborat- collaboratively together to find a good fit for these individuals and which school they're going to they're going to do well in and they're going to exceed and the student we've gotten great feedback from our grow your own program um i like to use uh, denise cuffel as one of our examples denise um was my paraprofessional at (laughs) sussex central middle school uh 20 years ago and she's been a paraprofessional until her her own children went away to college she in the interim took classes along the way to become a teacher she just completed her 
her student teaching in December at Long Neck Elementary. She continued as a para for the rest of this year, and now she's looking forward to the opportunity to interview to have her own classroom in September. And I'm very proud um, to say that I was a part of, of her progress, even when I didn't even have this position. Yeah, that's great. I know that's got to make you feel really good. Absolutely. Uh, um, uh, another one of your responsibilities is uh, the mentoring of new teachers through the Comprehensive right. Induction Program. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Right. So it is a program that is state mandated. It's a three-year program. If you're a new teacher with the state, you have to um, complete the three years of mentoring. What we do is um, the first year, we have First off, we have a great lead mentor team. We have a lead mentor or two in every single uh, one of our buildings, and I could not, this program couldn't run as successfully as it does without them. They are in charge of matching up new teachers with mentors and seeing them through that first year of, of experience, getting them acclimated to the school, getting them acclimated to the district, curriculum and instruction, parent conferences, those things. Then the second year they move on, um, and they don't necessarily have a mentor per se, but they do have a lead mentor that they can still lean on and we talk more about assessment um, data instru data driven instruction then that third year we really talk about your professional growth where are you going to go after these three years what is your next step what kind of activities do you want to get involved in do you want to go back to school do you want to be a part of a um, an ad hoc committee anything like that and we work with them to go move into that continuing license and with that continuing license they need 90 clock hours to renew their license and so we work towards having them think ahead now in August prior to the beginning of every new school year the district has always hosted a week of activities for teachers who are new to the district um, what are some of the topics that are addressed during those sessions and why is we call it new teacher week why is new teacher week so important Okay, so this is one of my pride and joys. Um, again, my enthusiasm for the district needs to not only end at the at the recruiting table. Um, when we do hire these folks, we bring them in for an entire four days. We give them a stipend to come in before the the, the staff comes back and it's more of a welcome to the district this is who who these people are this is who dr. Bunning is this is what she does this is who dr. Luann Hudson is this is what her job is, is curriculum instruction this is who Jay Owens is he's your account accountability this is who doc, uh, Celeste Bunting is Patrick Miller we even bring Cliff Toomey in who's the director <laughs> of food and services and have him do a presentation about the cafeteria because as teachers we are the first we're the front line and the parents are going to ask us about the kids cafeteria money or the, how, how the cafeteria runs so we do a huge introduction of the district and then it's a feel-good week that's what it is we want them to feel comfortable and it's a little anxious they want to get into their classrooms um, but what we're doing is we're providing them all of the materials they need before they meet their mentor teacher before they get into the classroom so that when they do walk through those, those doors they feel they are a member of the district they are family, they're part of our team, and we want those relationships to be, to build that foundation of those relationships to come. Um, it's a great week, I have a lot of fun with it. We do a lot of curriculum and instruction, introducing them to best strategies, um, all of our curriculum that we've implemented, and of course all the changes that, that we occur along the way. But they leave inspired, they leave with, um, a really great attitude of okay now I get it now I can go into my classroom and if Dr. Bunning were to walk in the door 
as she does on a weekly basis, I know who she is. Yeah. I can yeah. stop and introduce her to my students and yeah. say, you know, here's what we're doing. And we try to instill um, this, every teacher in this district has an open door policy. Yeah. It is not uncommon for any director to walk into a room and instruction continue. Yeah. Um, and so we want them to feel part of the team. Well, that's got to be a big deal starting a new teaching job. Is the Does New Teacher Week sort of get them into it, make them feel a little bit more comfortable with their coworker and just kind of ease them into it as the it new does. teacher starts? The team concept is really what we, we try to build. We build that foundation of building relationships is important. Um, and our motto here at Indian River, model of excellence, also the rigor, the relevance, and the relationships. And we let them know that our, our scores are top. We have the top scores. We're going to continue to have the top scores with your help. But here's how we've done it. And then the relevance. And why is it relevant? Why are we doing this? Um, how are you going to resonate this to your students and let them know that that they're going to be learning lifelong skills? And the building relationships is the key foundation. Um, with your colleagues, with your administrators, and ultimately with your students. And so I think during that new teacher week, we let them know that it's okay to have a conversation with Dr. Bunting and, and tell her what's going on in your classroom. Um, if you know the CFO Patrick Miller were to walk in your classroom, that's okay. And to have a conversation with him, hey, this is what we're doing. And we want them to feel comfortable with the district office staff, with their administrators, with their colleagues. This truly is a team effort in this school district and it's important for me um, as a tenure teacher to emulate that and yeah. I want them to, to go back into their classrooms and feel hey I'm not in this alone. Now what would you say are the some of the most important things a, new, a teacher should learn during their first year or two on the job? Yeah again you know building relationships period. I mean I think that they need to understand that um, there are there are no barriers here mm -hmm. that you have colleagues who have been there done that yeah. um, we have seen it all this yeah. district has grown uh, immensely over the mm -hmm. last 10 years and we're continuing to grow but we haven't stopped who we are we haven't stopped any of the philosophies we continue with that concept and and I don't want them to be afraid to ask questions to lend ideas um, and I think that it's important for them to understand that the first two weeks of school is, is how you're going to set the stage and again we want you to really let your children know that hey I'm here to build a relationship with you in order to make you successful college and career readiness you know that's what we're, we're here for you and I think that if they know that they have the backing of the people who are making the decisions, then it's easier for them to let students know, hey, we're in this together. You are a part of a team as well. Yeah. Well, Lori, we're just about out of time. Um, I want to thank you for being here today, and it's been a pleasure having you as our guest on the IRSD Spotlight. Thank you for having me. Anytime. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of IRSD Spotlight. New podcasts will be posted periodically throughout the school year. To access these, visit irsd.net and go to the podcast link under the Discover IRSD tab. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District. Until then, remember that Indian River truly is a model of excellence.